St. John's Nation, thank you for once again tuning in to St. John's Missionaries Baptist Church podcast to listen to Pastor Michael H. L. Robinson Sr. bring the word that God has given him. Today's podcast is titled, Don't Let Them Fall, Go Get Them. I want to say it is good to be back on the podcast again. I hope you enjoy this podcast and like always, be blessed and happy Thanksgiving.
Lord Church. Yes, Lord. Woo, laughter is good. Yes, laughter is good. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. I feel good like mother mm. this morning. Mm. In my soul, in my spirit, I feel good. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Just concentrate on him yes. this morning. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.
name of God this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's give God some praise, church. Amen. Amen. Notice it said that, that he's enough. Amen. Amen, somebody. That he's enough. That's one. And then two, it says that I will be content in every circumstance. Amen. Paul says, whatsoever state I find myself Therewith I'm content, amen. How can you be content, amen, when everything is going bad and tomorrow is uncertain? How can you be content, amen? You've got to have a peace with God, amen. You've got to be able to trust God, amen, with your very being, amen, regardless of who you are, amen, how bad things may seem, how good things may seem, mother, because when things go good, amen, we stop trusting God and we start trusting in ourselves. And that's a dangerous, dangerous place to be amen we bless god this morning amen amen just for being god amen amen just for being jehovah jireh amen amen we added in a jehovah amen that means he is our god amen somebody amen and i don't know about you amen but the days we live in amen we need god Amen. We don't need President Biden, Obama, Trump. Amen. Warnock. Amen. Herschel Walker. Amen. We need God. Amen. If we can get our eyes off of them and on him, amen, he'll fix them, folk. Amen. Because they got a soul to save just like us. Amen. Amen. Get your eyes on the Lord, church. Amen. Amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. Amen. Certainly we do bless God. Amen. Um, for each and every one of you in your respective places, amen. And we do thank God for our worship lead this morning, amen. Mother uh, Mabry, amen. Amen. Bless this morning, amen. Certainly to our choir, amen, who are sang out of the depths of their souls, amen, on this morning, amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. We discern, amen, that they weren't trying to just make us feel good, amen. They were trying to worship the Lord. Amen, choirs, amen, preachers, amen, missionaries, amen, deacons, amen, people of God. Um, you got to be at a place where you're just trying to, you know, worship and praise God, amen. Every circumstance, amen. Certainly to my wife, amen. God bless you, amen. 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 To all our deacons, amen. Deacon Davis, amen. And time ministers of um, deacons, amen. We thank God for you, amen. Um, all our deaconess, amen. God bless you all. Amen. Certainly to our AV staff. Amen. Those in the sound booth. Amen. Also um, on the video. Amen. We thank God for you. Amen. Certainly to all of our mothers. Amen. Who are here this morning. Amen. Um, certainly to all of the people of God. Amen. We thank God for you. And certainly to our ushers. Amen. Who are standing very um, finely this morning. We thank God for you. Amen. Amen. David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. Amen. That, that's that's a, 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 an important job. Y'all, it's an important job. Amen. You let folk in, you let them out. Amen. amen. And they acting the fool outside, you leave them outside. Amen. Y'all hear that, Javon? You hear that? Amen. They act the fool, leave them right on out. Amen. 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 So we thank God for you. And whatever, whatever state you find yourself, church, please be content. Um, but please find yourself worshiping um, and praising the name of the Lord. Amen. For all young folk who just went to the back, let's give them a hand. Amen. 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 As we make ourselves ready um, for this morning, we do thank God um, for everything. We thank God for this morning. 
Um, for those who couldn't be here this morning, we got several messages, you know, focus down. They got some things that just kind of came up, you know, headaches, backaches, um, not, not stuck to toes, amen. But they got some serious things um, that kept them um, away from the house of the Lord, amen. But they're certainly joining us on Facebook, so we welcome all of those who are on Facebook this morning um, and also on um, Instagram. I don't think we're on TikTok yet, are we? Amen. We're on TikTok too? Amen. Make sure y'all you right now. We don't want to be the fools out there on that thing. Amen. We thank God for everybody who's joining us this morning. And we do ask for your prayers, um, not just for this morning. Amen. But for for every day. And we pray that we would pray for each other. Amen. Every single day, um, because we as believers of God, when we go out to these different places, we represent God. Amen. Somebody. And, and guess what? Just like God sends his people out. The devil sends his out. Amen. You wonder why things are so hard on you when you go to work and you're trying to be right. Um, you find yourself wanting to minister to somebody and it's just hard because the enemy, um, the devil, that serpent, Satan, that old dragon, Slewfoot, he got a whole lot of names. Amen. He got a whole lot of faces. Um, if you study the Bible study, would you find out that he got kicked out of heaven and they kicked him right down here? Um, so the Lord tells in the word that he's walking about the devil that is seeking whom he may devour and something that he's not trying to do. He's not trying to win over or devour those who belong to him. Amen. He wants to devour us. So when things are going bad in your life, um, this may seem like a strange thing, but when things are going um, bad and hard and y'all hear me good, just go ahead and bless God for it. Amen. That means the enemy is attacking you. Amen. Now, by a show of hands, how many of y'all want to be attacked? Just raise your hand. Amen. Nobody in their right mind wants to be, but I'm going to tell you, you will be. But when you find yourself being attacked and persecuted because you're a believer, the thing you do is not murmur and complain and cry and bicker, but praise the Lord, just like the disciples, when they were beaten for the call to Christ, amen, they found joy that they were beat for Christ. That means they were doing something right. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. So just give God praise, you know, when the enemy comes at you, amen, that'll mess him slap up. Man, this dude is acting good when he should be acting a fool. He should be cussing folk out, amen, but he's blessing folk, amen. The Bible says, church, bless those that and use you. you. You bless them and curse not. Yeah. Hey, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. If y'all ain't been delivered from them fancy words, amen, pray to God, move mighty mouth. Amen. You start blessing folk, you'll find out, amen, that you will find yourself blessed. Amen. Them same folk, Deek, who act a fool with you. Y'all hit me good. Who treat you bad. They're going to come back not looking for something from you. They're going to bring you something. Amen, somebody. Amen. So let's just give God praise and find ourselves going through these situations and circumstances. Amen. Amen. And we do thank God for God. We thank God for him, for his spirit, and certainly for his son, Jesus Christ. We're not going to rush anything this morning. And we'll tell you why um, as we go along. Um, we have one piece of sin by money. Amen. Amen. I had to go to Atlanta to get this one, y'all. Amen. Amen. My mom, amen. That's a blessing. And I said delivered. So pray her salvation um, and certainly pray um, her strength in the Lord. Amen. I didn't beg for it. She just gave it to me, y'all. I ain't twist her arm or hold it down. Nothing like that. She just gave it to me. 
Um, but we thank God that she has been wanting to send her money for a while and we just happen to have the occasion to be there and, and she sent it, amen, uh, just quickly. You know, she interrupted my conversation and just gave it to me. Let me get this before I forget about it. All right, Mama, I take it before you forget about it too, amen. Amen. So please keep her in your prayers. Amen. 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 Um, a, a card of thanks. It says, thank you for the goodness in your hearts. SJMBC family, just a few lines to let you all know how grateful and thankful we are for the prayers, the concerns, the help that you have provided during this season of our life. God makes no mistakes when he placed my family among you. That is more proof of his awesomeness. Thank you again for your love and support. Yolanda, Francis and family Amen. from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to all of you. Amen. St. John, we thank God for your hearts and how, you know, you help when people are in a time of need. And we, we do it because that's the heart of God. But every now and then you might find yourself in that position. So the next time opportunity to give comes up, don't look and say what you're going to miss out on. Amen. Don't don't do it. Just give with a, a cheerful and a gracious heart. Amen. 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 So um, thank God um, on, on their behalf for St. John. Amen. 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 As we get ready for our word on this morning, um, our hearts and minds moving into 2023, if the Lord allow us to get there, our attention is going to be um, toward our young folk. And when I say young folk, I ain't just talking about them babies two, three, four, five years old. Um, I ain't just talking about those 16, 17 years old, 20, 25 years old. Um, all of those who have, um, they're, they're in school, some are out of school, um, but they're still young folk in our eyes. And every now and then, Trevor, remember one of these days you're going to wake up and you're going to find that you're close to the top of the food chain. Amen. Um, so as we get older, you get a little bit little, little further along, you realize that one of these children are moving along fast. And um, the onus is upon us to make sure that we train our children, not just how to have church on, not just how to shout, um, not how to speak in tongue, but how to have a relationship with the Lord, yeah. how to hear the Lord, how to live in this crooked and perverse generation. Um, we have a big hole. Talked to some folk over the years about it. Um, we've got a big hole in our churches, the black church, the white church, the Puerto Rican church. Amen. Anyone whose name as a Christian would find this hole in their church when we get to the point of our kids getting to the age of voting or um, being able to do for themselves, we kind of put them out to the pasture. Uh, we send them out to the wolves and that ain't right. Amen. Um, we, we send them out the door and we send them off to college. We send them off to get a job. And we let them go. We let them go. Most churches between 18 and about 35 years old, there's a big hole in the church. It's our fault. Amen. The devil not running them. We just open the door and say, y'all going about your business. I'm going to pray for you. Praying's good, but they need us. Amen. My children need you. 
your children need me. Amen, somebody. So that, that's, that's heavy on our heart. Um, we thank God for um, St. John and the union support um, of the GMBC, the General Missionary Baptist Convention of Georgia. We went up there this, this past week, the beginning of this week here, stayed a couple of days, and it just blew my mind that the things that was on our heart, um, that's the class that we stumbled into. We were going to take a class on the history of Old Testament church, New Testament churches, and I got there and I walked to the wrong door, mother. And I got in there and I said, well, I don't want to get embarrassed and walk out of here. Amen. So I sat down and God started speaking to me. Amen. Everything we've prayed about, we've talked about with folk in the barbershop, um, about the Lord, things we talk about in the church, that's what they hit on. I'm like, wow, God is amazing. If we let God lead us, church, we'll be in the right place. Um, so that's our focus in this next year. Amen. That's our focus in this next year. Um, and finally, I'll say this here. <clears throat> We've watched firsthanded here at St. John how the enemy has come at our children. I, I ain't talking about out there. I'm not talking about some other church. I'm talking about St. John. They've come at our children. And he didn't directly mess with our children, per se, but he wouldn't mess with those who were helping our children. Y'all ain't see it. Amen. If you notice, every time someone would set their heart and their mind to help our children, be it teaching, be it singing, be it just being a friend to them, the enemy, I saw it. I saw it every time he would come in. Every single time. We can't allow that. I don't know about you, but I ain't afraid of the devil. Amen. I can't fight him. Amen. But God can beat him. Amen. Amen. So when cast our cares on him, my children are in God's hands. Amen. But I still have a responsibility to pray for him, to go to him and talk to him about the word of God and Amen. try to bring them um, back to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And I've gotten to the place in my life where I'm not going to pretend that everything is all right. Amen, somebody. I'm not not going to do that. Now, I'm not going to sit out here and, you know, drop all my business everywhere. That ain't it. But I need your prayers. And I'm not going to pretend that you guys have it all right. Some of y'all lie to me day in and day out. But I pray for you because y'all mark my word. God gave me a spirit of discernment for a lot of folk and a lot of things. All right. So um, that's on the serious side um, of what we're doing. But we've got to go and get our children. Keep that thought in mind. Amen. As we move forward. If you don't mind, stand to your feet for our scripture reading this morning. Amen. Amen. Just let that grab you as we move forward. Amen. Our scripture reading will be found over in Acts chapter 20. I'm going to read for you verses 7 through 12. Amen. Amen. Beginning at verse number 7. The word says, and upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. Wow, that's a lot of preaching. Isn't it? And there were many lights in the upper chambers where they were gathered together. And there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus 
being folded into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said, trouble not yourself for his life is in him. His life is in him. When he had therefore, excuse me, when he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. Father God, we bless you today. We thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for uh, just allowing this place to be consecrated on today that we could hear, we can feel, we can receive you, O oh God. Even God, now at this hour, we ask God for power to preach your word. Give us, God, a teachable spirit this morning, God. Give us, God, a heart to receive your word, O oh God. We pray now, God, you just glorify thyself and edify this your body of believers. I pray, God, you bring our hearts and our minds together and under the subjection of your spirit now, God, we say, Lord, preach and teach your word now, God, and speak, God, for your children listen. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's give God praise. I got to turn that thing off, y'all. I got my nose running up here. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. We thank God, amen, once again for this morning, and we do bless God for for his spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, our thought this morning. Don't let them fall. Go get them. Amen. 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 Don't let them fall. Go get them. Amen. Y'all remember yesterday looking at them bulldogs. Amen. I'm like, they, yeah, they had me scared yesterday. Uh, I said, go get them. Amen. And they were victorious, not to be on a bulldog kick or anything like that, but they were um, victorious, and I believe because they didn't give up. Right. I mean, they had me concerned when they just couldn't score. Um, the defense seemed like the Jaguars' defense. But it gave me a little concern, y'all. I just thought that. Y'all didn't hear that. I just thought that. Amen. Amen. Um, gave me a look. I'm praying for the Jaguars, y'all. I want to become a fan. Amen. Ain't really. Amen. Amen. But with it, they, they didn't give up. And I believe every now and then we'll find ourselves, if we're honest with ourselves, when it come down to our young folk and it come down to people, we give up on them. We may not think so. Some of us who are like holy and sanctimonious, I done turned you over to the Lord, so I ain't got nothing to do with you. That ain't even biblically accurate. Amen. That ain't scripturally accurate at all. Um, when we start praying for folk and putting them in the hand of the Lord, we're still willing to minister to them. Amen. We're still willing to talk to them. We're still willing to give them something to eat. Amen, somebody. Amen, Amen somebody. Um, so we don't, we, don't wanna, we don't want to let them fall. But every now and then I heard um, Mother when she was, you know, praying, um, saying how many times we fall, you know, um, and we will fall. Amen, somebody. 
uh, and adults, amen, as we talk to the young folk, it's okay to let them know that you fail. Amen. Um, as long as your number of getting ups are more than your number of falls, you're all right. We had a thought in submarines, um, you, you dive those things, you go underwater. And as long as your surfaces amen, up more than your dives, you're going to be able to go home. Amen, amen somebody. Amen. Um, by the same token, us as believers, when we fall, as long as we get up. If our children fall, we need to pick them up. Amen. I don't care how many times you've picked them up before. Amen. I don't care if you got to eat your words. Amen. I ain't going to help you do it again. Anybody been there? But those who love their kids, what do you wind up doing? You do it anyway. Amen. Don't, don't give your mortgage money away. Don't give your insurance money away. Amen. Amen. Call them same kids you're trying to help. Amen. They might not help you. Amen. Um, amen. I'll, I'm telling the truth, y'all. Amen. But, but with that, our children are going to fall. And they might not know how to get up. And when I talk about children, I ain't just talking about them elementary school. Because I was big when I was a knucklehead too, y'all. I was clowning. Amen. I was doing things I ain't had no business doing. Amen. Uh, but somebody was praying and somebody was talking. They were not afraid to tell me, Deke, that I was messed up. They told me that. Amen. I ain't believe them. When I did believe them, I didn't want to hear it, but I listened. So we don't want to um, let them fall. And if they do, go get them. Acts chapter 20, verse 9 is our focal verse says, And there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep. Not Paul, we're talking about the young man. And fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. Father God, speak now in Jesus' name. Notice the background of this conversation, of this situation of Paul's preaching. Paul had come to a place and while he was preaching, the folk wanted to run him off. They wanted to really and truly do him in. Why so? Because he was preaching Jesus Christ and I'm crucified. He was telling them that this statue, this temple, this God is Diana um, that y'all are worshiping. This ain't it. Amen. Somebody. Um, he, he was bold about it. Um, now, no different then than it is now. It's not popular and it's not the right thing to do to tell folk that Jesus Christ is the only way to God. The theme of today is, hey, let folk do what they want to do. Let them do their own thing. They all right. But see, I don't know about you, amen. I don't want nobody's blood on my hand when I meet my maker face to face. And one of these days, yeah. we're going to meet him. When I give an account to God, I don't want to say, well, God, I neglected to tell so-and-so about you. I let them wallow in their mess and I gloated, amen, in my spirituality. I gloated in my walk with you. God, I was so grateful that you kept me. 
Don't want that. So Paul was preaching and teaching the folk that Jesus Christ is the way. I'm not telling you to go out and attack nobody because if you found yourself trying to preach against every single religion that's out there, you'll never get to Christ. But if you can just preach Jesus Christ and him crucified, amen, you will crush all of that other stuff every single day of the week. But notice what happened. Like Paul, you'll find that now you become the one that's being persecuted. Y'all remember how y'all were before you gave your life over to the Lord? Think for a minute. Don't get lost in it, but think for a minute. Think about it, just where you were. And now all of a sudden you start denouncing those very things and then those very things come up to persecute you. Paul persecuted the church. But now he's living for Christ, amen. He's telling folk, hey, they need to be in the church. They need to be in God. They need to walk with God and not in this world. And they persecuted him. But that did not deter Paul. Why not, church? The reason it did not deter him is because Paul counted his life not as valuable as his walk with God. He knew, amen, that if I lay my head down and die, when I open my eyes, I'm going to see my Savior, Jesus Christ, standing there to receive me. But when we find ourselves, amen, counting our life more valuable than our testimony for Christ, amen, we got a problem. So Paul, he preached. And when Paul came to the place that he met with some of the disciples, what he did now, he called the disciples together. Every time he got to a place, he wanted to go to some folk who were like minded. Not that amen, he could just have a place of security, but that he can encourage the brethren. That's what he did. He wanted to encourage all of his brethren. Notice now, Paul's walk, amen, was not always with God. They knew, amen, where he came from, and he did not, amen, deny where he came from but he was more proud amen of who he was now so every now and then it's okay to tell them folk you used to run with yep I was there I'm not there now and you ought to come and join this band that I'm in now you ought to come and taste and see just how good God is now all of them folk ain't gonna receive you but Paul was a true disciple what is a disciple y'all that is one that follows Christ They study Christ and they advocate Christ. You follow him. See, some of us are following him, but we're not studying him. Some of us, we're not advocating Christ. We know the word, but we ain't trying to give nobody the word. True disciple. Paul says, um, Luke says this here, Acts chapter 20, verse 7. It says, and upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to do what? To break bread. They came together to eat. I don't know if they were doing communion. Amen. But they came together, I think, to eat. Amen. So a man is, so he thinketh. Amen. I think about food all the time. So I think they just came together to eat. Amen. Amen. Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. Long time, y'all. See, y'all get mad at me when I preach 45, 55 minutes. Man, he was long-winded today. Why he can't have a 15-minute sermon that didn't get us on out of there? He know it don't take all of that. 
Paul preached <laughs> to midnight. Now, see, I know some of y'all are dieting. Y'all really conscious about when you eat. Y'all ain't going to eat after eight. Somebody say amen. Shame the devil. Amen. They ain't going to eat after eight o'clock, Julius. So they were like that, too. They ain't wait till nine, ten, eleven o'clock. Now nah, I eat it any time. Amen, somebody. Amen. At the conference, 11 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, I'm going home. Hey, Bob House open. Amen. Hey. If Bob House open, you know everything will be all right. Y'all ain't gonna, if Bob House open, y'all okay. So they came together to eat. But notice now, this here is indicative of someone who is a true believer. Paul didn't go out there, amen, because he was out of town and go hang with them folk, amen, who were like he used to be. Oh, help me out, somebody. Some of y'all, when you go home, you're going to look your boys up. You're going to drop your suit off, amen, 60, 70 years old. You got the holy jeans, amen. You sagging, amen. You walking like this, that, and the other. Because you're home and nobody don't know who you are. But let me give you some good news, church. If you are a born-again believer in God, when you go home, them folk already know you're saved. So why do they let you hang out? Because they want to talk about you. Time you leave town. Now that fella, he over there in St. Mary's, I mean, he's saved. And now he come back into the cross. I mean, look at him. He want to be like us. If I would have let him, he would have hit that bottle too. Y'all know I'm right about it. But Paul, when he came together, he went to like-minded folk. Not that he can neglect the gospel, but that he can break bread, amen, over the word now. Amen. He can break bread them folk who knew the word. He went to them deep that he could encourage them. And oh, by the way, that he himself can be encouraged. How many of y'all need encouragement every now and then? Yes, sir, I do. So no matter who you are, church, y'all get it. No matter who you are, if you are a true disciple of God, you're ready, you're willing, and you're able to give a word to anybody. If the Pope came down here, I'll preach to him. Amen. Amen. If the bishop came down here, I'll preach to him. God ain't respect the person. Everybody walking this here, this walk, they need a word. So what does that mean? You and I as true disciples, we must equip ourselves for this walk with God. First thing you do now, first, I mean, you got to stop looking at. You've got to stop looking at you. All right. How many of y'all got some problems? I don't care if it's physical. I don't care if it's financial. I don't care if it's spiritual. I don't care if it. See, she got some too. Amen, somebody. And the child said, lead him. She like, grandmama won't do this. Here, daddy won't do this. I got problem, pastor. Amen, somebody. We all got problems. But if we can take our mind off of our problem and set our minds on Christ, amen, let this mind be in you, which also is in Christ Jesus. Notice now, Paul went to the disciples, and what did Christ do? Every time Christ came to town, he was about his father's business. That's the mark of a true disciple. It's not how well I speak in tongues. It's not how well I quote scripture. It's not how well folk talk of me. Because if I'm a true believer in God, guess what? Folk gonna come after me, Dick. They gonna want my head on a platter. Talk to me, John. They gonna want my head on a platter because I'm telling you that you're wrong. 
I'm telling you that you cannot have your brother's wife. That's what John did. That's why they cut off his head. I'm telling you, you cannot sit here and want to look at your wife's daughter. Yes, yes. Come on. Yes. True disciples, they, on the first day of the week, I mean, they came together to break bread. First point, and now second point, he came together to break bread. But notice, I mean, in breaking bread, I mean, they broke bread over the word while they were talking. They didn't go down memory lane, amen. They went down through the gospel message, amen. But also notice what happened, amen. Paul preached the word a long, long, long time. Yes. The word doesn't capture anybody getting up and leaving. Just for a minute, y'all. Look at us. We get in here. 11 o'clock come. And most of us already waiting for 12 to come. And some folk don't want to have church where well, we used to have church. Come at 11 o'clock, then got to 1, 1 And some of y'all coming up, and y'all went to church at 9 o'clock in the morning, got home about 6 and 8 o'clock in the evening. They took a lunch break and went back into service again. Amen. Then midnight came, y'all thought y'all were going to tarry all night long. Y'all going to hit this Holy Ghost before y'all get out of here. Paul preached, amen, until midnight. Not just somebody preach the word. Why? Because Paul knew that his life was coming to a close. He didn't know if it was tomorrow, next year, 10 years, but he knew at some point he had to answer to God. You and I, church, are on the same boat. If you're a believer of God, if you're living for Jesus Christ, if you're walking with God, if you're walking by the Spirit, if you're about God's business, you're going to preach, you're going to talk. As long as you can. Why do you preach like that? This might be my last time doing it. Why you sing like that? It might be my last time. Paul, why? I'm a true disciple. I want to make sure I do all I can for the Lord. So Paul preached even while they ate. How many of y'all go out to dinner with folk every now and then? Go out to lunch every now and then? Think about it. Don't tell me now. What's your conversation when you go out there? Is the Lord a part of it? Are y'all just catching up? Y'all just having girl talk? Amen. Y'all having locker room talk? Y'all talking about this, that, and the other? Are you talking about Christ? Let Christ find its way in your conversation. Church, you and I as believers in God, we cannot assume that folk got it right with the Lord. Now, we're not going into a conversation believing or hoping that somebody's not right unless we know they're not right. We're going into the conversation, amen, because I want to make sure I sharpen you. I want to make sure I encourage you. I want to make sure I lift you up, amen. I want to make sure that if you need some prayer, I can do that. If you need a word, I can give you a word. True disciple was Paul. But the word lets us know, church, that you and I, we are... The light of the world. Did y'all know that? Yeah. I ain't talking about just the church. I'm talking about you because you make up the church. Yeah. We always talking. Please get off of it. Oh, they took prayer out of school. Did you go to school? <laughs> did your mama teach you to pray? Yeah. When your children go to school, did you tell your kids they can pray? Yes. Yes. So it's prayer out of school. Are we just keeping silent? Whenever you turn a light on, it's going to illuminate wherever it is. Yes. Acts 28. 
And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together. Now, in the sense here, it's really talking about just some candlelights that was lit, amen, lighting up the room. But those lights are not the saving grace of anybody. The light that's going to help save somebody is the believers. So in this context, I do believe, amen, there were many believers who were sitting in this particular room listening to Paul preach. If we just kind of randomly announce, hey, um, y'all go home, everybody have dinner and not thinking anything, you make your plan for your football game or basketball game or hockey or um, soccer, which is coming up. Y'all make plans of all them things. Or just getting your easy clothes and going to sit back and relax and go and hang out with your family. And you get to think, hey, you know, Pastor so-and-so, he's in town. He's going to be at the church tonight. And he's, he's, he wants to come together. What is your response? Don't say that about y'all. Might need to open up an altar. What would your response be? My pastor, no, he could have planned this some other time. This guy could come next Sunday at 11 o'clock and preach. <laughs> now, pastor, no, he, got win- he could preach on Wednesday night. We could do it with Bible study. Oh, we got that noonday prayer. We got two, we can do it then. Why? So Paul had them gathered at this time, amen, and many folk who were supposed to be the light, they were there. But were their lights on? Is your light on, church? Now, what do you mean? I, I submit to you, Damon, I think their lights were off. Yeah. I think the candles were lit, but the light that they're supposed to have, they're supposed to be the light of Christ, the light of the world. I think it was off. And many of us, I believe our lights are because we see folk who are doing wrong and we don't say nothing. And let's soften up just a little bit. We're afraid to go into the world and tell the world that they're messed up. We would rather vote for folk. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, black or white. I don't care if you vote for Trump or Biden. It don't matter to me. I'm going to work. I'm going to cut some hair. Uh, y'all going to go to Express Scripts. Y'all going to go to Florida Blue. Y'all going to go to them. Y'all going to go wherever you go at, and you're going to work to get some money. I don't care who's up there in that White House. Amen. How many of y'all stopped working when Biden was in office? None. How many of y'all stopped working when Obama was office? None. How many of y'all stopped working when Trump was in office? None. Don't make a difference. But with that, many of us are afraid to go to those places and tell folk about Christ. Why so? Because we've gotten so afraid of the world that we're allowing the world to dictate what we say, when we say it, and how we say it. We're afraid that we're going to get canceled. We're afraid even that that one mob is going to come and we start preaching Jesus Christ and try to shut us down. You know how it is. They say free speech. You can have that until you're saying something contrary to what somebody don't want to hear. But I believe that lights... We're off. So we're going to let your lights off right now there. But when you come into the church house, I would hope and pray that you would turn them lights on as bright as you can. They were in this place that had been transformed to be a church where the word was being preached because they said Paul preached a long time. And folk were sitting there. And what do you mean their lights off? They got there and they saw a young man that was messed up in the church. The man, the young man, the boy was in the right place. 
Because if this is a hospital, amen, say the sick need to come in here. Those who are whole don't need a doctor. They came in to hear the word. How do you turn your light off? Let me tell you. When you come in and you believe that the preacher is the only one that can lead someone to God. That's one. That's your job, church. When you believe that somebody else has to do it and not you. When you believe that you cannot pray for somebody when you need to be praying for somebody. What happened if somebody walk in the door right now and won't pray? Can, can I get just a question and answer real quick? What happens if somebody come in right now and they say, I need prayer? What should we do, church? Y'all help me out. But I'm preaching. Do we stop? Amen. That's the answer. If somebody came in and they sat next to you and you know they need ministering to, what do you do? This would happen here. The lights were off and this young man came and they did not minister to this young man. Let's examine that, mother. Why not? But brother pastor, this is a different generation. These kids rude. They mean. Pastor, I've tried. They don't want to hear me. Pastor, their mama going to get mad at us. Pastor, just I said something to this young lady and the mama put me in my place so I can't say nothing no more. So who needs the prayer? Mama needs a prayer. We cannot allow our light to be off in the world, and we certainly cannot allow it to be off in this place. There were many lights in the upper room, in the upper chamber where they gathered, amen. Notice now, it says where they gathered, and them folk who came together, they didn't just come like when Jesus came around preaching. When Jesus came around, I mean, them folk came who were sick. They were lame. They were maimed. They were bleeding. Amen. They've been laying down waiting for somebody to come by for a long time. They came because they was hurt. Amen. They just heard about a man who could heal their body. And as a result of healing their body, he also healed their soul. When Paul came around, these folk who came, they knew who God was and they wanted to hear a word of encouragement. Amen. And oh, by the way, when he went to the other places, he just did that. But these folk allowed their light to go off. I need your church to check yourself. Don't check me. Don't check the deacons, the mothers, the sisters, the brothers. Check yourself. Oh, Pastor, you preaching them today. No, I preach you today. I preach to me today. Oh, I wish so-and-so would have been there to hear that right there. Oh, my God. She needs you. She needs the Lord as well as you need the Lord. That's when your light is off. That's your conversation. The light was off. When we find ourselves, Michelle... Michelle, I'm gonna let, let me talk to her for a minute because y'all ain't going to really hear me. When we sit back here and we allow... 
the temperature of the day when we become afraid of our children. What do you mean afraid of your children? Well, pastor, when we get home, he gonna treat me so bad. He gonna say them words to me. He gonna put them hands on me. We say, mm-mm. Can, can I just take a quick break? We're finding that now more children are finding ways of making their parents fearful of them. Can I get a witness? Yeah, it, it, it happens. They, they're on the internet. How can I get my mama or daddy in trouble? And a lot of times, church, those same folk, those same children sit right next to you in church. And when our light is off, we will not allow when God is speaking to us and God is showing us that we need to say something. We just feel that unction. You ever walk by somebody, Dick, and you're just going to feel you need to say something to them? And then you turn around and you look at them and something. Now, don't say nothing to them. And you can't, I'm going to pray. No, God ain't told you to pray. He said, say something right then and in that moment. God has prepared that atmosphere for your words to fall on fertile ground. But because you don't say nothing, when you finally get out of that moment and in itself and it's like, oh, I'm going to get this thing right. You're going to go back and then they're going to curse you out because you didn't say what you need to say when God told you to say it. But we're allowing the fear of our children to dictate how we treat them and how we treat other children. But brother preacher, I ain't afraid of them, but I just don't want them to not like me. Any back in the day saints when you mamas didn't care if you liked them or not? At all. Did not care. I'm going to call the police. Here's the phone. Go ahead and call them. When you're done, call them, and when they leave, now you got to deal with me. Yeah. <laughs> Did not care. We were afraid back then, but now we are afraid. We, as adults, we are afraid to reach out to our children. The lights were off when Jesus clearly tell us that we are the light of the world. We're on the top of a hill. If you got Christ and you cannot hide the light that you have. Remember, you're the light. Don't be afraid. God says in his word, amen, that he did not give you the spirit of fear. And that's beyond being afraid of the dog. You're not fearful of any man or child. I'm more afraid that they're going to find themselves in hell. And I don't know about you, but I want my children, your children, my grandchildren, your grandchildren to be saved. I want to be sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost.
That's why we got to be a light. So I got a question for you, church. Right there. That's my question. Will you, this is talked about itself. Will you do it? Will you minister to this generation? Will you minister, not just the young folk, I'm talking about the older folk. Because there's some older folk, young folk, y'all hear me out there now. There's some older folk who act in a pure D fool. They mom and dad raised them in the church. Oh, I couldn't do that when I was young, but I'm going to do it now, boy. Don't you know you almost you got one foot in the grave and one on the banana peel and you about to bust hell wide open? And I'm like, what you going to do? Who? Who? We are minister. Notice verse 9. I'm going to leave y'all alone for midnight come. And this sat in a window. Knows what Christ says, what Paul says, what Luke writes. And this sat in a window, a certain young man named Eutychus. Being fallen into a deep sleep, and as Paul was what? Hey, I heard somebody carry that long meter out there. He sunk down with sleep and he fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And I thought, don't let him fall. Go get him. Notice now, y'all told me if someone came in here and they needed some prayer, they needed some help, you were willing to help them. Now I'm saying, will you minister? This young man, he came to church. And we got to stop making excuses for our children. He racing, ain't he? He got y'all attention so fast. That's how the devil is. He just snatched that attention away so fast. Notice now, we make excuses. This young man came to church, I'm going to say. Now, why did he come? This young man, he didn't come looking for girls. Y'all remember y'all used to be? Went there looking for her. Man, that's maybe we, we need to just, that's all young ladies invite guys to church so they can get saved. Yeah, I'll leave that where it is. The young man came to church. See, y'all used to not be afraid. When I was trying to court somebody, hey, you got to go to church on Sunday. You want to take my, my daughter to McDonald's? You got to go to church on Sunday. You want to come over to my house? You ain't going to her. You want to go to my house and see my daughter? You got to go to church. Amen, somebody. And I'm going to drive you. And I'm going to take you home when you're done. <laughs> this young man, he came to church of his own accord. It don't say he was with nobody. And notice now, I believe he was not with him, but I think he came because he wouldn't hear the word. What makes you think that? How many of y'all would let your child sit in that window right there while I'm preaching? I didn't think so. This young man came to church and sat in the window. Why did he sit in the window? Perhaps since he was on the third floor and he came to hear this apostle preach, he wanted to hear the word. But Paul preached so long. 
And y'all know our children just don't have those kind of attention. Am I right, Tony? They, their attention span is not that long, is it? It ain't that long. I think curriculum is made for what, about 45 minutes, 50 minutes, somewhere in the neighborhood. Why so? That, that's for adults, too. I taught out there at the training facility. I get about 50 minutes that I give them a break. These grown folk, 50 minutes. Well, um, Master Chief, they, they, you're going to lose them after that time there. So our young folk, we're training them to only have an attention span this long. How many of y'all go to the movies? Y'all seen that Wakanda movie? Y'all saw that one? Y'all go see it. Did y'all go to the bathroom or did y'all just stay in there? I went one time. <laughs> I went one time. You went one time too? You ain't go? You don't go to the movie? All right. We got to let you let your hair down, Will. Amen. Amen. But, but with that, I went to the movies. And I was scared because they brought them the children in there, Kevin. Like, man, these children are get noisy. They're going to be, oh, man, what? we should have picked another time. We thought 730 kids had been in bed. But we find out parents don't put their kids to bed, Kevin. They don't put them to bed. You call them my house. Check somebody out, y'all. Y'all wait. Set your alarm clock for those who go to sleep at 7 o'clock. Wake up by 11 o'clock and call your friend who got children. What they doing up? So they brought these children to the movies. I'm like, man, this ain't good. But them kids didn't make a noise. They didn't make a sound. They ain't move. I forgot they was in there. And guess what? They stayed away for the whole movie. Three hours. Three hours. But they have attention problems. They come to church. You give them 20 minutes. They sleep. That's what Paul preaches on. He did. We make excuses for the people. So this young man came and he sat in the window because he wanted to hear the word. Now, mind you, these folk came and they left this whole preaching, this teaching, this ministering thing up to Paul. When they sat there, they knew the word. They had studied the word. The word said they were disciples. But they sat there and watched this man go to sleep and Are you guilty? You done been right here in the sanctuary and you saw somebody fall asleep. Now, here's a sadder part of that. <laughs> here's a sadder part of that thing. Sometimes with our children. And then what do we do? We stretch them out on the pew and we lay them in our lap. So we can get ours, but they need theirs. So they watch this man go to sleep. So who will minister? Paul said, I'm preaching, but now I need to stop preaching that I can go down here and minister to this young man. Paul saw the man fall and he went down to him. But notice when Paul went down, he went down with faith. He went down with power. He went down believing that he could do something. He wasn't afraid. He stopped. And when he finished, he went back to preaching. What happened? This young man, when he fell, the word says that he had, what happened to him? He died. Now, now, some of the Bible folk, they're going to say, well, he wasn't really dead. Now, notice now, the writer of this particular book is Luke. Luke was a doctor. 
ain't talking about no, no PhD as a writer. He was a medical doctor. So he's writing this from his perspective. This young man died. All cessation life had stopped. Before, hey, hey, Paul, this is going to go on. He dead. Paul went down believing that he can do all things through Christ and through the blood of Christ, even this young man can be healed. With all of the folk that we're letting fall down and we've let fall down in the church, we need to go and get them and pick them up and believe that Jesus can revive them. But notice, Paul shifted his priorities. He shifted his perspective. He didn't lose sight of God, but he realized, hey, man, I need to stop what I'm doing. I know I got a plan. I've got an agenda. I've got an outline. But it's time for me to stop and go and get this young man. Why? Because that young man is the future of the church. That young man needs Christ, and he needs to see the power of God. Second yeah. point. Nowadays, our children are not seeing the power of God move because we go home and instead of talking Christ, instead of teaching Christ, instead of walking in the word, we're walking in the world. We're afraid to go and tell them about Jesus Christ. Paul wasn't. And notice, thirdly, Paul was not afraid of what the church would say or do. He was not concerned about how the disciples would look at him. Man, y'all saw Paul, he stopped preaching that word and he went down there and helped that boy. Y'all know that boy ain't no good. No, you ain't no good because you think he ain't no good. When you and I were sinking deep in sin so far from the peaceful shore, Jesus Christ came and picked us up. Paul, he said, I'll go. Come like Isaiah. When God said, hey, who'll go? Who shall we send? Hey, I'll go. Send me, Lord. I will go. What about you, church? Will you go? I ask you, I beg of you, I plead with you to go. Get off of your sacred, sanctimonious position and take up that mantle of Christ. Though he was a king of kings and lord of lords, he laid all down to go and see about you and me. I want you to start today, your children, your children, your children, in your home. Start on your job. Don't go in there and clear your desk up, put crosses and all that stuff all up all over the place. <laughs> then them folk who need you, them little devils ain't gonna come in there. No, that look holy in there. <laughs> They might slang some of that water on me. I ain't going in there. She come in sick, she's anointing the place. I ain't going in there. Start with your home and your jobs. But church, before you can do that, it's got to start in here. You and I must have a change of our heart and we got to have a change of our mind. And I close this part here. The word tells us clearly that we need to let this mind be in us, which also is who? In Christ. Not in Paul, not in your preacher, not in the bishop, 
I don't want to be like this one. I want to be like Christ. Christ knew that at the end of the road that he was going to die and he was still willing to go and die a critical death for me and you, not for himself. Why? Because he thought enough of you. He thought enough of you. He thought enough of me. And as I close, and Lord willing, we'll finish on next week. Here's where we are. The young folk. Not only do they need us. Not only do they need us telling them how and what to do. I came to the conclusion this week. I don't know how to do stuff nowadays. I don't. Trevin, if I want to know how to navigate Facebook, I'm going to call you. If I want to know how to turn on these just iPhones, I'm gonna call it. Put hold on the baby up right there. I'm gonna call the baby up. When I want to know how to reach the masses, I'm gonna go to the masses. I'm going to the children. I ain't talking. I'm talking for real. I'm going to him. Amen. What will make you come to church? Why, why don't you come to church? Why don't you come? That's what I want to know. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. You cannot tell me. You can tell me why you went. Mama made me go. Yeah, I got it. Mama made me go to Christians in here. Made <laughs> somebody. But now this mom ain't making them go. <laughs> Sleep in. Go ahead. Take your rest. You got school on Monday. What is going to make you want to come? To this young man wanted to come. And he came. And guess what? When Paul preached long, as the word says, did that young man leave? That young man tried to keep them eyes open, Deke. Yeah. See, some of y'all folks leaving church, too. I see you. I see everything up here. Maybe I'll sit you in a window. <laughs> but this young man, he wanted to be in church. What does that tell us? Our children want it, but we decide we're not going to give it to them. Or ask them, baby, why you don't want to come to church? But grandma, them old folk, and they smell like old folk. Y'all know y'all got that old folk cologne on. They say everything about smell itself now, you know. See, but when you smell like that, you don't realize you smell like that. Most of y'all don't know how your house smell. You come to my house, you know how I smell. The young folk is who we gotta reach. Ask my kids, why y'all wanna go to church? They gonna tell me. If I ask you, well, yours don't come. You'll probably make something up. But ask them, and they'll tell you. So our reach is for our young folk. We don't want to let them fall, church. But unfortunately, a lot of them have. How do you know? Read the headlines. Look at the school in Virginia. Football players dead. Look at a school in Idaho, college students dead. 
Look at the young lady who went to Mexico and just got beat down. Oh, by the way, that ain't just happened in Mexico. That's in Kingsland, St. Mary's, and Woodbine. They're getting the phones out. And I'm going to tell you something. Some of them look just like our children. They look like our children out there fighting. Then they come, how oh, you got scratched up, baby? Oh, I just fell off the bike. Baby, you ain't got no bicycle. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mama. I was walking and them limbs that they ain't, they ain't trim, they scratched me. Yeah. Our children, church, our children, we've got to go and pick them up. How many of y'all saved? How many of y'all sealed with the Holy Spirit? How many of y'all have your name written in the Lamb's book of life? How many of y'all looking for the day of that general resurrection when Christ will crack the sky? How many of y'all waiting for God to come and just take you home? How many of y'all waiting for that day? How many? What about our children? How many children, church, have not been in church. I'll leave you with that thought. How many of our children have not been in church? Church, our children are falling and dying every day. We understand that we're appointed one day to die. We're appointed one time to die, and after that comes the judgment. But the, the sad part is, one, how they're dying, whose hands they're dying at, and more importantly, the fact that some of them are dying without knowing the Lord. We got to go get them. Get them in here, get them at home, get them in the street, and don't be afraid while you're getting them. Father God, even now, we bless you, God. And Lord, we tell you, thank you for this day, for your word. I ask God even now that you would just hold our hearts. Give us, God, a spirit of boldness for you. God, I pray that you would just lead us to our children and allow us to bring them back into the fold, back to you, God. And even those who have never been in the fold, God, those whom we don't even know, God, who are crying out, who are yearning for you, God. I ask even now, Lord God, that you, God, would just allow us to be able to reach them and bring them in, God. And when we bring them in, God, help us, O oh Lord God, to be a light that we can minister to them, O oh Lord God. Allow God to stop the things that we're doing, that we can do what you would have us to do, Father God. I pray now, God, that you, God, would just show us how to be true disciples of you. O oh Lord God, even now I pray that you just touch all of our hearts today. Please, God. And give us that yearning and, and that desire for you, Father. I pray, God, for each and every believer that's in this place today, God, be it in this building, be it on Facebook or wherever this word is preached. God, I pray that you touch us all now, God. Please consecrate 
our hearts and our minds to do your work and your will, God. I pray, God, especially for our children. God, those, oh Lord God, who have already given their life to you, God, I pray that you to hold them and allow them, God, in the midst of this crooked and perverse generation, God, for them, God, to be a light. Them, God, have boldness to proclaim your word, God. I pray that now, God, oh God, help us, God, to stand boldly and firmly on your word. We tell you, thank you, God. We ask you now in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. amen. Bless God this evening. Amen. The only way that we can be effective for Christ, be it in our home, in the church, or anywhere in the world, is we've got to be a disciple. We've got to be a follower of Christ. We've got to have our sins forgiven. We've got to have God's spirit within us. So if you're here today and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I extend an invitation to you to come and receive Jesus Christ. Is there one today as we stand to our feet? Is there one? <clears throat> Amen. We, we don't want our children to fall, but we know a sure way that they cannot. Um, the writer of Jude tells us, amen, that, that he commends us, amen, to him who is able to keep us from falling. That's only God. He's the only one. Christ is the only one that can keep you, especially today. You may have been outside of the Ark of Safe. You may have been outside the body of Christ for a long time. But today you realize it's time for you to come in. Amen. Is there one today for Christ? Is there one today for Christ? Is there one today for Jesus? Please come today. If you're on Facebook, reach out. We see you. We'll pray with you or reach out. We'll, we'll lead you to Christ. Is there one today? Don't let the opportunity to pass you by. Please don't. Please, please don't allow the opportunity to pass you by. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. If you're here today and you're just looking for a church home, we here at St. John Missionary Baptist Church extend an invitation to you become a member of this body of believers. Amen. We walk by faith. Our hope is in Christ. It's not in the preacher, it's not in our fellow man, but it's all in Christ. Is there one for membership today? Is there one? Is there one? Is there one for membership today? Thank you, Lord. Amen. This is how we're going to open the, the, the altar for prayer. If you desire prayer, um, you can come up, you can stand in place, but just lay all your burdens and all your cares on the Lord. Amen. The word tells us, amen, through song, that oh, what needless pains we bear, all because we know not carry everything. Even those little things you have, church, you need to give them to God. Don't think you're burdening God down with your stuff. And when we go in prayer, we're going to the Father in Jesus' name. Please get it. We're going to the Father in Jesus' name. Jesus says, whatsoever we would ask of him, of God, in his name, it would be done. The altar is open for prayer. Thank you, Lord. The altar is open for prayer today. And I do ask that we all please intercede for this church, intercede for our young folk. And we're going to talk about what young folk is going into next week. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We bless you today, God, in the name of Jesus. Let us bow our heads. Father God, even now, we've come to this altar, God, to cast our cares on you, to lay our burdens down. God, you know our hearts. You know our minds. You know, God, every fiber of our being. But yet you told us, God, that we need to call upon the name of your son, Jesus. Christ. You told us that we can ask anything. God, you know it, but you want us to ask, God. You know what need we have, God. You want us to ask, Father God. So right now, God, we ask that you make things right, Father God. All of these pleas, God, all these prayers, God, that's laid out before you, God. I'm asking God in the name of Jesus that you'll grant them, God. Lord God, some are desiring, God, to be closer to you, to get their mind off of those things, oh God, that's in the world, that's keeping them, God, anchored and rooted and grounded in the world, and they want to be closer to you, God. God, they want you to make yourself real in their lives, God. I'm praying, God, that you would do so, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And Lord God, those whom you have drawn closer to you, God, as we get closer, God, we understand that the fire gets hotter, God, but we ask that you would keep us, God, in perfect peace. Please, God. God, we ask deliverance today, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for our children today. We pray for our babies today, God. We pray, God, for our older children today, God. Oh, God, even though they've come of age, God, we still pray for them, God. For, Lord God, we see, God, even when your son walked this earth, God, those who are a little bit older, they came to him, God. They weren't old men, but they weren't babies, God, but they came, God, and he led them, God. So, please, God, we pray for our children, our young adults today, God. I pray, God, you would just give them that heart and a mind to come to you. And God, as they come, God, give us, oh Lord God, wisdom, God, to be able to lead them, God, to you, to teach them, God, in the name of Jesus, God. I plead with you now, God, that you, Lord God, bless this church. Every member, God, Oh, God, irregardless of position, God, for we know, God, that does not matter, but we respect it, God, because that's the institution, God. But we pray, God, every believer, you would endow us, God, with your Holy Spirit to speak your word with power and conviction, God. Lord God, where there is a reservation or hesitation about standing for you, God, because they feel they don't know enough. I ask God, you, God, would endow them with power from on high yes. to speak yes. clearly your word, God. Yes. Oh, Lord God, and when they speak, God, I pray that it would just change lives, oh, Lord God. We thank you, God. And, Lord God, we pray now. We pray, God, for the Macklemore family. I ask God that you just cover them. Pray for their children. We pray for the mother. We pray, God, for the husband, God. I pray, God, that you would be real in their lives, oh God. Make changes, God. Rearrange things, God. Set things in order, God. And Lord, God, I pray now, God, for those who are afraid to lead their children to you. I pray for them now, God, that you'd have mercy on them, God, but give them boldness. Boldness, God, to declare your word. Oh, God, even now, God, I pray for our youth department. And hold, God. I pray, God, for those youth leaders. I pray, God, for each and every one. 
God, even out those, God, who you've endowed with gifts, I pray you would just make it clear to them what their gift is and allow them to use it, God, for the edifying of this body and upbuilding thine kingdom, God. Even now, God, please, sir, forgive us now for any sins and any trespasses, God. Oh, God, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's give God praise, church. Amen. Amen. Bless the name of God. Today. Amen. Amen. Amen, church. Amen. Amen. God has a work to do, and that work never, ever stops. Ask God to give you the mind that regardless of where you are, you're doing his work. Amen. You're doing his work. And we pray um, for those who just are afraid to... St. John's Nation, I hope you enjoyed listening to Pastor Michael H. L. Robinson Sr. bring the word that God has given him. If you'd like to see Pastor live, you can visit our church at 715 Winding Road, Kingsland, Georgia. Or watch him on Facebook Live at SJNBC Kingsland. You can also follow Pastor on Instagram and Twitter at SJNBC Kingsland. If you like our ministry and you would like to donate, you can go to our website at www.sjnbckingston.org or you can give on Giveify at St. John's Missionary Baptist Church Kingston. I hope you have a blessed day and like always, always be blessed.